Welcome everybody to another episode of the Blue Skies Dronecast. So on this week's episode we've got uh, Matt Williams with us as always. So welcome along Matt, nice to have you with us again. It's uh, been a while, although it hasn't really, has it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. You know, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me on again. It's nice to uh, nice to see you. It's always good to have a catch up with you, Tom. I love it. It is, isn't it? Thank you. And the same back to yourself as well. So yeah, there we go. That That's the small talk out of the way. <laughs> he has to say that because I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at I'm all. Joking, not I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> so um, without further ado, I think we'll just actually kick straight into this subject actually. And hopefully it'll be quite a useful one for everyone who's listening. Um, we've spoken about this a very long time ago. Um, but things change and I think it's also good to have someone else's uh, perspective uh, on it as well. So the age old question, how do you know how much to charge for your drone work? So it's not quite as easy as you might think. It's not just pluck a figure out the sky and kind of roll with it and see who buys it. If no one does, make yourself cheaper and cheaper and cheaper until someone does. That's not really the way to do it. And the reason we've got Matt talking about this subject this week is because he's got a few tips and tricks and also some very good tools to help you kind of price yourself and it's not just a case of plucking uh, a number out of the sky there's actually a lot more to it than that isn't there Matt so I think the first thing to understand is kind of maybe not be led by what others are doing would you say is that kind of the, the sort of the starting point maybe yeah big time I think that's one of the you know one of the big reasons that we see Lots of people getting frustrated in the drone industry and lots of people getting um, frustrated in the fact that they, oh, we can't make any money and it's not worth it anymore. And, and and that's because it's a rush down to the bottom on price, right? But the reason behind that is because a lot of the majority of drone operators that are stuck in this place, aren't they don't know how to value their skills or they don't yeah. know how to value the solution that they're creating and, and what that value has mm. to someone, right? Yeah. Like. So, yeah. yeah, I think, and, and like you say, a big part of that is looking at what Dave with his drone down the road charging 50, mm. oh, he charges 50 quid to go out and take photos for estate agents. And that then becomes like the de facto price that people pay for a drone shot, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and we're massively undervaluing the, the, va the value and what it's yeah. worth Cause I, in terms of what we do. You're probably the same. I, I remember, you know, with yourself and even before that, you know, doing drone filming for uh, film shoots, TV and especially cinema, you know, you would, we were charging, you know, two grand for heavy lift professional drone shots. And, you know, if you told someone that now, they'd, they wouldn't believe you, would they? They'd, they'd be like, what, you want that? That's never going to happen. But we did. And it happened a lot and multiple times for different companies too. And it's because of that value that you just mentioned, I think it's it's worth it for them. And yeah. people, I think that's the key as well, isn't it? It's finding people who understand the value because they know kind of how it'll kind of elevate whatever they're filming, I guess. And they think, yep, yeah, definitely worth it. And and then they'll pay it. And I think that that's the the other thing to think about too, isn't it? It's, it's finding the right people who also understand the value that a drone can add, I think too or educating your clients in the value that ah, you yeah. and your solution can add, right? That's true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they <laughs> might have yeah. they might have seen that someone has come to them in the past and done a drone thing for them mm. and it's been 50 quid or 100 quid or 250 quid. Oh, well, the last guy charged 50 quid to come and get these photos. Yes, but did that person do X, Y, and Z and did they give you these 
outputs mm. and this data and you know uh, like did yeah. they put your watermark on and things like that like things that you can upskill to yeah. add extra value to your customer means that you can charge more and you're not in this race to the bottom on price you're not a commodity yeah. right where you're selling your time for money mm. it's like no what what value can you add and 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 it's that change in mindset i think that shift in mindset that people need to get in their heads and as you said tom right quite rightly i mean two and a half grand a day was what we used to charge for heavy lift work right yeah. and then i know when um, when we dropped down to doing um we moved away from heavy lift and it became things like inspire 2 mm. um which is now pretty much the 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 go-to it's become the the standard i think in yeah. film and tv in particular mm. uh, or tv in particular i think yeah, you know, film think is still right. yeah. film is still heavy lift because you need to lift the glass that the production need or are using so that it fits in right and then yeah. that takes you down the route of well that glass needs this kind of camera that kind of camera and glass need a mavi pro and uh, to fly a mavi pro i need a big aircraft yeah. right yeah, yeah. so they, those guys but those guys are still f still charging two two and a half grand a day mm. and and i'm still getting i still get requests for me to go and fly other people's rigs <laughs> and they're going to pay me a two grand a day fee just to fly their rig mm. so that that value and that's what i'm saying right with all this is like know your worth um and and, and know the value that you can add because i think it, you know film and tv going back to that because you brought it up as that first example we used to work out that it was like it was basically a thousand pounds a second for the footage that they would use right so if they yeah. wanted eight <laughs> seconds of drone footage it would be mm. a, probably about eight grand's worth of of value mm. that we would be adding yeah and and then it's a bargain if you turn up and do two days at work of work at five grand mm. Yeah. For them, they're, they've cashed in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because again, that's... it looks epic and there's no real other... I think that's what we always used to say and we still do. You know, there's no other way of getting that footage without a huge, great helicopter and that then starts to get ridiculous in price, doesn't it? So I think that was it. But maybe for the listeners, you know, we, we, we've banded around these numbers and, uh, you know, they sound great and almost ridiculously impossible. Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, but I wonder if it's best to kind of let's... And we can use that maybe to try and segue into the next bit. How did we get to that number? You know, did we just, you know, write down on a bit of paper, two grand for a drone, you know, take it or leave <laughs> it type of thing. I think we broke it down to make the client aware of what they were getting for that price, because it's a lot of money and they probably want to know why they're paying that much. Yeah, that's it. Well, so I think the, the, the first big thing is if you're not able to charge what you want to be charging, you've got to get your skills and your capability to the point that you can deliver on what you want to be charging, right? So for mm. you and I, for example, we're chatting about this now, you and I, you know, very experienced model aircraft pilots before we came into this world, mm. very capable. We know we can put, I mean, especially nowadays with drones with GPS and stuff, we can yeah. put that aircraft and that camera, more importantly, exactly where we get asked to, time and time and time and time again regardless of the weather and the pressure that we're under right yeah, like that yeah. we got ourselves to that level and we you and i used to go out and practice right when we mm. were based down in oxford and we were doing this every day you and i used to go out in a field together and fly and mm. that was god do you remember those days a bit it's <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago wasn't it now yeah yeah you know but, no, but, but yeah, we used yeah. to do that right yeah. because we needed to keep our skills up and we needed to get better and we needed to learn the equipment and stuff like that and a lot of mm. people nowadays i think who 
complain potentially about not being able to charge what they want, uh, aren't willing to put the time in to learn film editing or sound mm. design or whatever, it, you know, how to sell to a client and all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot more to it, right? But I think to, to go down the, the lines of the questions, how did we get to where we are? We found, we tried lots of different ways, but to get ultimately to get yourself to, once you've got your skills, to get yourself to the point where you want, you charge what you want to be getting and what you need to get. That's the other thing, because the quickest way to go bust, I think, is to, um, or to get too, so frustrated you leave this industry, is to go off and copy what someone else is charging. Right? Yeah. Um, well, how much is it for real estate photos? How much is it to go and do, you know, uh, and, and that isn't the way to do it. The way you want to do it, we found over the years, is to break everything down into the component parts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, that's the way to charge the most money because um, you can show the client a tangible reason mm. as to why your your shots or your video or your 3D point clouds cost half as much again as someone else, mm. right? Yeah. And the way we, like, you know, the way we do that, we've always done it and and clients actually go oh okay because we used to see in itemized breakdowns and when you can see oh okay so there are two people involved there's a half a day of planning there's the half day of travel there and back there's mileage there's fuel there's aircraft that you know um need to be utilized for the day there's two people coming they need lunch they need so all of a sudden it's like oh okay i can see why that costs 35 quid and Oh yeah, that that is 150 miles, yeah, and that is 75 pounds or whatever you know, 50p yeah. a mile. As opposed to just saying, oh yeah, it's 50 quid. All of a sudden, for those 50 quid jobs, you might be able to charge 125 because they mm. can see the value, and it's like, oh, you've more than doubled the amount of money you're bringing in, and all of a sudden it becomes sustainable. Yeah. So breaking that down into its constituent parts is the ultimate way we have found, and still works today because it's what we're used to and it shows the value to the client. Yeah, and I think that's the same for anything, isn't it? If you spend a lot of money on something, it's nice to know what your money is going towards, you know, with other sort of things, you know, in in day-to-day life, I guess, too. And it's the same, you know, no different really, is it, for this type of thing, too. Um, You think, like, sorry, mate, jumping in, on on that, you say about day-to-day life, right? You take your car for a service, Hmm. okay, and it might be 285 quid for the service, right? But they still manage to get 400 pounds out of you because they're like, ah, oh, yeah, because on the itemised bill, it's like, well, you get the phone call, don't you? It's like, oh, would you like us to recharge your aircon while we're here? Mm. And it's easy for them. It's easy for you. And you're like, um, yeah, okay, I don't know if I need it, but yeah, whatever. Oh, and we'll change the filter while we're there as well. That's another mm-hmm. 85 quid. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and we need to change the oil. But that isn't included in the service. It's an mm. extra 85 quid for the labour and the oil. And it... And yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, oh, right, okay, yeah, fine, no worries, because you pay it, because you're like, oh, well, actually, yeah, you're right, I ha- someone is buying that oil, someone is spending 45 minutes draining yeah. it and replacing it and, and all that sort of stuff, and, and yeah. you, you can see that tangible value, that's what we need to be doing as professional drone pilots and people who want to make money in this industry. Yeah, because you'd be a bit miffed if it just said service, 400 quid. <laughs> and that yeah. you'd be like, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. but why? Or you'd go somewhere else where it's only 200 <laughs> quid, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because they haven't explained why it's more. Yeah, exactly. So I guess that's an easy thing to kind of get your head around, I guess. But for new people, I wonder, they might go, brilliant. Okay, great. I understand that. But now I've got, rather than one problem, how much do I charge? I've now got 12 problems because I've got lots of different <laughs> aspects to now price. So... How is there a way of, or how would they go about doing that then, Matt, do you reckon? 
Yeah, so um, I think, and again, we had that problem. Like, how do you work this out? And we had people whose job it was to, like, work out quotes and stuff. Mm. And mm. Um, and everything was bespoke. And, and I was like, right, I mean, you know what I'm like. I try and if there's a problem like that, it's like, no, <laughs> let's get to the root cause of it. Let's design a system that means that we can do it. Or create a process that means mm. it, it's streamlined um, and easy to do and quicker. And what we developed and came up with was um, was a pricing calculator. Um, okay. You know, we created a spreadsheet we broke everything down into that spreadsheet and literally kind of listed it as you know crew cost right one pilot at 400 pounds a day for two days on this shoot one observer at 175 pounds a day for two days on this shoot you know uh, and then and then the same with the aircraft like we put the aircraft in yeah and um, that we were going to fly we um and obviously that a... would change depending on what the aircraft was you know if it was a small cheap aircraft it wouldn't be much to hire for the day but a heavy lift one would be far more wouldn't it so yeah exactly yeah because especially because all of a sudden with a heavy lift one you know you're then into another category because it's like well you need the aircraft but you also need these special batteries to fly that aircraft and though the rental on those a day is for mm. you know 20 pounds and we had all this stuff in stock generally right like it wasn't it was on the shelf or it was in the van it wasn't like we were renting it in but no, we charged no. them a rental cost yeah because for 20 of aircraft. those great big tattoo batteries you remember you know the sixteen thousand oh yeah. milliamps you know yeah. <laughs> in two great briefcases um yeah <laughs> were a lot of money and a lot of you know a lot of uh what yeah a lot of money basically well, we used to, i mean we used yeah. to go out with like 10 or fifteen thousand yeah. pounds worth of batteries in yeah. those like you say those lipo cases we used to have mm. we had these special pelly cases made with custom cut foam and That's do you remember right, yeah. we even had um heating mats yeah that we put inside so we they were the um, and for those who are who aren't aware of this like the older drones and the bigger drones that we flew and and like the ones people still fly now don't necessarily have the smart batteries that you have now that you just yeah. plug into a charger and they have four lights on and when they're charged they switch off and you, we used to have to you know take proper chargers around that you had to work out the the charging mm. rates and yeah. the voltages yeah. and all that uh, i mean it was good fun but yeah and the batteries yeah, but you had, were you had to know what you were doing and i suppose the easiest way to explain it to someone is the smart bit of the battery was actually in the charger wasn't it so yeah the battery was only smart when you were charging it when you unplugged it and using it it was a, a, a dumb battery essentially it didn't know what was happening yeah. and the aircraft didn't know much about it either it just knew a voltage and that was it that's and it, and it, it kind worked of then... until it ran out of voltage so we yeah, had that's to it. know and then the charger looked after it again once you plugged it back onto the charger and so with that um problem obviously there was no kind of temperature monitoring and anything like that so yeah i think we used nice some heat, old heated seat covers for a car, I think, didn't we, that we That's cut it. to fit into the... And it worked actually really well, didn't it? It was great. You yeah. had a little plug on the side of the box and you plugged it into a power source and that probably didn't heat the batteries but kept them warm, I think. That was, was it. It was, was it, like but... preconditioning them was the main yeah. one, wasn't it? Because the, the batteries work in a very kind of... Um, a very sensitive temperature window to mm. give their optimal delivery of power. Yeah, and often, yeah. particularly in the UK, it's colder than that. So, um, and, and and again, not a problem with smart batteries now because most of them have got little heaters built in, yeah, little resistive yeah. heaters that when you plug them into the drone or turn them on, they get to the right temperature very quickly and, and mm. maintain that temperature. We didn't have that. So yeah, we, you know, with these cases <laughs> with, like Tom said, these car, heated car seats and stuff. So what I'm saying is that that stuff costs a lot of money, right? So 
if you were having a heavy lift rig, it'd be like, well, the batteries are this much money and the the gimbal, the Movi gimbal is this much money to mm. rent to offers for the day and then the controller for that and then the lens motors. So all of a sudden you end up in a place where if you're doing very simple work, you know, you're going out with the, as it was at the time, uh, an Inspire 1 or an Inspire 2 and, and it's in a box and it's like, right, it's 300 quid a day for this plus two people plus the mileage plus some editing. Right, all of a sudden then, within five minutes, you can go, okay, well, that'll be £800 plus that. Yeah. You know, if you're going out with a small aircraft, so nowadays if I was doing it, if I've got my Mini 3 Pro, it'd be, you know, £65 a day. And I'd be, if I was fine that, it'd be, I mean, if it was me, I'd be charging 60 quid a day because that's what I charge, right? But mm. um, if, you, if you're starting out with that, it might be you're charging 150 a day plus mm. mileage. So all of a sudden you can see how if you use a calculator like that, and you put in Mini 3 Pro, you put in lunch at 20 quid, you put in mileage, 30 quid or whatever it is, you put the rental of that aircraft, you put a little bit of editing in, you're at 200 quid a day for, mm. or 300 quid a day for flying your Mini 3 Pro and doing a you know a couple of photos or a very short video. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that works, I, I get that. And then yeah. if it's a more in-depth thing with more expensive equipment and there's loads of it, I mean, you know, we used to throw microphones and sound equipment in and, yeah. and ex what, you want an extra monitor so the director can see the, f the live feed <laughs> from the aircraft? Yeah, no problem. Yeah. But that's an extra 30 quid a day, mm. you know, plus a tripod, plus a blah and sandbags. Yeah. And, and that's what we used to break it down to. And, and it came very easily to the right kind of money and it worked. Yeah, I see. And I think when people um, are more aware of the fact that you know it is someone's time for a day it then starts to make them realize that actually what you're charging is probably actually fair because you know anyone for a day is a certain amount of money and anyone with a skill is even more and the drone almost is just something that yeah it's 60 quid or something because yeah it's not very expensive a mini three but it's still your time for the day and minimum wage for 10 hours is absolutely probably the the lowest point you would try and hit isn't it i would say because yeah, you've got a time. skill you could you know double that triple that or even quadruple it maybe so i think when people who then get that invoice or that uh, receipt or whatever when they see that they'd be like ah right yeah okay that that's fair and actually i can understand how it all works now so yeah, yeah and, it, and that doesn't matter if you're working for film and tv an estate agent or a surveyor mm. you know a construction company because like a construction company if they're getting their surveyors to come in and do things it'd be like right two days work at it'll be overnight mm. in a hotel at this amount it'll be you know rental of the equipment at this much it'll be yeah. qualification the same, of the data at this much money that they're used to seeing it in that format and then all of a sudden it's like oh okay yeah i can see that here's yeah. the other thing that it does as well tom right for me which is really yeah. important is that we built in um we built in actually a margin calculation to our calculator spreadsheet when we were doing it because that meant that we were covering our overheads and this is something that i think a lot of people in the drone industry seem to fall foul of they forget that you've bought the drone or you've yeah. got it on finance or on yeah, your credit true. card or whatever it may be yeah. they forget that it costs you know 10 pounds a flight if you're paying pay-as-you-go insurance or it costs 350 pounds a year to insure your aircraft and you've got to have public liability insurance you've got yeah. to You've got to pay for the electricity. I mean, this is the thing, right? You've got to pay for the electricity to charge your drone batteries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That might actually cost you a, a couple of quid in the UK at the yeah. moment, right? It's mm. like that is all of a sudden, it's a it's a proper cost yeah. associated with going mm. and flying. Mm. You know, same with fuel to get to somewhere. I mean, yeah. 
Christ, 50p a mile. I mean, mm -hmm. some cars, some places now, it, like with how fuel yeah. prices are, it, it, yeah. you know, actually, you, you're not going to not be able to charge this stuff now. And no. yeah, so don't forget about your fixed costs. Like the, you know, you know, if you've got a, um, a GVC and you want your operational authorization from the CAA, it's going to cost you over 200 quid a year. Like, you know what? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, and you could like, you you could actually have that in a line, couldn't you? You know, licensed pilot, CIA licensed pilot, X amount type thing. Because technically, I guess someone could do it without being licensed, but you know, do yeah. they know what they're doing and are they professional and are they safe? So you could make a big thing of that, couldn't you? I think even with the A two CFC, it's better than not having anything at all. I would say so. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you know, the whole authorized and insured thing is is I would say a big a big differentiator now between. Yeah. David has drone down the road charging 50 quid to an estate agent mm. and you being able to charge what your solution is worth to your clients. Mm. Don't forget about your fixed overheads. That's a big deal. That, yeah. uh, and, that, and I think that's one of the reasons that so many people get so disheartened with the drone industry when they are not able to charge what they want. Or It's not yeah. about charging what you want. It's about charging what you're worth and what you need to charge. Yeah. Yeah, to make definitely. some money because that's what we're here for right like that's it. everyone appreciates that in the world or if you don't you certainly should do uh, yeah know, it's... definitely yeah that makes sense doesn't it so with all of that being said then um i hear that you might have something to help people out with that uh kind of uh, mindset or that those calculations i suppose is the word so uh yeah what can people do and or where can they find this uh calculator i think you've got we do, yeah. So actually, what we've done, we've um, uh, to make this as simple as possible and to help everybody out, we've actually um, and I updated it a couple of, a couple of weeks ago before shooting this actually um, again, based on some the feedback from lots of people. So I've made the um, the pricing spreadsheet calculator that we used to use. I okay. have now made that available. I've tweaked it and made it even easier to use and more simple to, to get an output from. Um, and you can grab that from the Drone Mentor website for free. So you can um, oh, cool. just pop, pop your name and email in um, and then you can download that Excel file. Obviously, it comes with no warranty or no guarantee and you know no <laughs> liability. Um, it's there as a free tool for you to look at and get an idea from mm. um, as to how to do it. And And... You know, there are some example figures in there. They're, they're just in there, if I'm honest, more for testing and to give you, show you what to put where. Yeah. But I've literally kind of made the things you need to change red. So change, put your put your equipment in, put you in there and what you would charge for half a day and a day in there or an hourly rate if you need to. Um, and then you literally just go down there and boop, one day, boop, one day, boop, one day, five, 50 miles, and it will give you a cost to the client. And I've also... Um, gone back in and put in a margin column in there, mm. which is a kind of multiplier, a factor to multiply things by okay. um, based on your experience, your skill level, your capabilities and um, and what your overheads are. Mm. So you can, you know, if it comes out, the cost of it all will be £350 and then you change the margin to 1.3, it'll multiply it by you know, oh, the 30% right. and, and it'll... Mm. Um, It'll add that in so that you come to, okay, well, that's what I need to charge. This is what I'm going to ask for because that's, I need to make some money as well, right? So, yeah, I see. Um, yeah. yeah and that's that's in there to cover your fixed costs. So, yeah, you know, really helpful. People who've downloaded it so far, um, I think, have found it really useful. Hmm. Um, and, and we'll pop a link to that in the description for this podcast episode down below if you want to go and grab that. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing in there as well, I think it's worth mentioning because we get asked this all the time. Um, there's a 
there's a an example of the outline terms and conditions, the kind of heads of terms that we used to use um, as a company. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, and that and that cost us fifteen hundred quid to get done right back in the day. So yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah the terms and conditions, things like weather postponement and stuff like that. That's all in there. I've left a copy of that in there. Again, you know, you've got to run it by your own lawyers and stuff if you if you are going to use it. Um, yeah, sure. Or get you know get your get your cousin who who studied law at A level to go and check it out. No, I'm joking, right? Go and get it checked properly, um, yeah. because again, there's no liability with any of this. But it's there as a guide. It's there to help you and there to give you something to springboard from. And yeah. uh, you know, it's fifteen fifteen hundred quid's worth of extra stuff that's in there that we're giving away for free just to help people out. Because I, you know, as you know, and hopefully as the listeners know, I'm super passionate about this stuff and about people being successful. And the more we can give you to help you get there we've got the droners ebook over at at, uh, the drone mentor we've got this pricing calculator as well Um, go and grab those things and um, and start to use them as tools as guides Mm. to um, to work out where you should be where you need to be to make it sustainable exactly yeah and i think it's always good to have a starting point isn't it i think with anything if you've just got to literally start from nothing it's very overwhelming excuse me so i think it's yeah, really good to have all these little helps and all these little calculators, and uh, yeah, hopefully they'll uh, they'll keep on coming as well. That's it. Yeah, we're we're trying, we're trying. <laughs> That's it. Nice, perfect. Okay, so that takes us quite nicely actually to the end of this episode. So hopefully all of uh, this subject matter uh, was useful. Um, and uh, again, when it comes out of Matt's mouth, it always is useful. That's what I always uh, always find anyway. So uh, yeah, there we go. So thanks, Matt. Thanks for being on again this episode. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for having us, mate. No, it's good to uh, good to chat. Thank you. Nice. Cool. So just a few housekeeping bits and pieces then. So just remember to, remember to subscribe to this podcast. Obviously, the more subscriptions we get, the better. But also it helps you out. Uh, podcast will land in your inbox Wednesday morning for free. So there's no no uh, no money changing hands for the subscription side of things. Um, again, tell a friend if you've got a friend who's maybe potentially struggling with uh, a drone business or, or maybe any type, actually. You know, all of this information is helpful, I think, to a lot of people. Maybe uh, share that uh, with them as well. And uh, also give us a review if you haven't done already so uh, with that all out the way we can pretty much finish up so thanks again Matt thank you very much and uh, yeah we'll see you in the next one we'll get you to do the uh, the final little yes. bit if you like you do love that bit so yeah I over love to this you bit. <laughs> thanks for listening everyone he's been Tom Patterson I've been Matt Williams until the next time fly safe and blue skies yeah.